0: here it's Steve Hazelhurst from Aerobotics Drones at the International Mining and Resources Conference. It's the end of a big four days, and everybody's kind of kind of wrecked down here. Uh, though there seems to have been a lot of lot of knowledge sharing and transferring information. What's going on in the big booth box thing behind us? Uh, this
1: is our automated air, air base. So it's a two, two cubic meter uh, robotic box that uh, holds, uh, launches, retrieves, and uh,
0: analyzes data from. An automated aerial drone, so no pilots. It's pretty amazing. I walked by a few days ago and saw basically this drone being having the batteries changed in it, having parts changed on it. It got lifted up into the ceiling. The top came open, not in that order. Yes, and then um, and off it went. Technically, it didn't actually fly around Jeff shed, though. I guess that's the process. True, true. Yeah. So we're not we're not
1: operational under uh, under roofs and around people. So, which is why we're mining focused. Okay, so um, it's, a, it's a specifically uh, built box, a bespoke box for mining corporates. Um, the ability to drop and land permanently on site, integrate with teams and give valuable insights in near real, real-time uh, turnaround of data. So uh,
0: we're able to affect and improve operational efficiency on people's sites. What really stood out to me about this is the, the fact that the drones are doing essentially a live camera feed. You've got operators looking at things, taking shots of what's going on, so it really is quick eyes on the ground. It is. Um, I think you'll be well aware that
1: uh, mines, as they age, um, move further away from their production and, and office areas. So the ability to constantly have visibility over your active mining pits is very important. Um, there's a lot of operational efficiency that is lost um, due to uh, unseen circumstances, breakdown of equipment, um, poor mining processes. Now if we can have live visibility via videography, uh, if we can have near, t- near turnaround time at 45 minutes of what is essentially LIDAR, million data point uh, uh, applications, we can show visibility aside to
0: people back in the uh, production and offices. and. Is it one drone per box? Can we float multiple ones out of a box? Do you keep them on continuous use? What do you recommend?
1: All right, so current state, singular box uh, with a singular drone. Future state, uh, we're actually moving with our clients uh, into multiple boxes per site. Uh, Phil, we've got an operating uh, radius of around four and a half kilometres out and and then four and a half kilometres back. Um, So mine sites are getting bigger. Uh, There's a lot of terrain to cover. So we're actually now deploying secondary uh, drones and air bases on Tier 1 miners in uh, New Caledonia, uh, Arizona, Western Australia, uh, in Victoria, which we're very pleased about. So our first East Coast uh, with
0: many more to follow. And I guess you've had a pretty significant event this morning, I do believe, um, in relation to your success in the the industry. Yeah, look, we've...
1: um, We've gone through our fourth round of funding, uh, capital raising. Um, we're pleased to announce that uh, we've had another injection of $30 million in capital, which will progress um, the future rollout and uh, modularisation of our drones. Um, we're expecting uh, a domino effect to occur very soon. So we need multiple bases available, multiple personnel uh, in multiple countries. So that
0: $30 million will be um, essential in, in bolstering that opportunity. And so for your clients, do they need to bring on their own drone operations centre or do you provide that as part of the service?
1: No, we're a, we're a fully OPEX um, uh, expenditure, so it's a non-CAPEX um, opportunity for the site. We're an end-to-end service provider. What we are going to do, though, is we're going to look to integrate into some of the Tier 1 sites that already have remote operating centres. Mm-hmm. Um, our ability to service within their platform will now allow even... Faster sharing of data
0: and model data, and we've been speaking to Acura about their transmission technologies, um, bringing enterprise-grade carrier services to mines. I was just having a chat with Transmin about um, their remote operations for uh, rock breaking, yep. and where does the where does where do the comms limitations of mine sites fit into this technology? When we're talking about transmitting high bandwidth, you know, high file size data, um, how, what do you do? What do you do about that?
1: So we. We're a bespoke client-to-client opportunity. Um, we've got the ability to interface into any platform,
0: whether it be MapTech, Vulcan, what have you, SAP, within a client's operating environment. And how many of these lovely boxes do I need if I'm going to roll out some sort of reasonable coverage for my mind? Is this like stick a toe in the water, get a drone, and just have some fun with it, or where do you? No, no, no. <laughs> look, a piece of string. Look, look, we're, there's a lot of science.
1: Um, there's a lot of operational experience that's mm. gone in behind this. Um, every site is different uh, based on where they have a uh, the heaviest data use opportunities. Mm. Where they got a problem on their mind is where where you'll find us. Um, the interesting thing is that we can do a lot of work on the way out to that data, mm. uh, that data opportunity. We can be measuring uh, haul roads. We can be looking at stockpiles. All, all the while while we're travelling out to monitor a ROMS or a finger or a dig face or a pickup, um, You know, we're on, we're on mines that are radiuses of 20 kilometres, but we're at the extremities because there's a, uh, an impost of time it takes for a, uh, a surveyor or a, a mine engineer to actually get out there. We're the eyes in the sky, and we're actually able to show them within 45 minutes, what's happening at that extremity? So, yeah. big yeah. or small, we'll take it. Connected to a generator or yeah,
0: run it so, off solar or any yeah, power?
1: Three, three phase power. Mm-hmm. Um, our mast um, has solar capabilities on it, so you'll find our mast at the, the tallest point, so the, the, you know, the highest mountain. Um, and if not, we're, we're, ge- we're generators, and it's part of our uh, legal requirements and compliance with the aviation. Uh, holders within each of these countries that we have
0: that backup okay. uh, generation. Beautiful. Um, if there's one thing you wanted to people to know about aerobotics, what would you tell them? Uh, we're no
1: longer a concept. I think perception is everything and uh, to the people uh, out running operating uh, mines, what you perceive as a concept has been a reality now for over 12 months. Um, we've been working in with long budget times um, with our um, Tier 1 and 2 miners, and we're now starting to see that early 2019 we will have a massive deployment of these. Um, it's not it's no longer pie in the sky. We've got uh, a core set of five to eight uh, applications which are making uh, cost savings to businesses, improving efficiencies, and every new
0: business we go on to... We, we go in and we help them alleviate a the very bespoke problem that they have. That's us wrapping up from iMark 2018. Thanks for watching, folks. You can find links to this amazing product that is no longer a concept because that's really the promise of technology. We're, we're living in the future today. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're uh,
1: we're ahead of the curve in our applications, uh, ahead of the curve with our peers, uh, and we want to talk. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.